This is Kilakosh, and welcome to the Bad Bitch Bible. Pour yourself a drink and tap in. I was really excited. Yay! I know. I mean, I'm always so entertained by everything that you do, girl. Like <laughs> the honesty you. is unreal. I I look up to that because not a lot of us are able to just live that authentically all the time. Yeah, I'm I'm super honored to be on this show. <laughs> Thank you. Congrats! You've done so much over the past couple of years. Yeah. What was the move like for you? Because it's like I don't know. It's scary for me starting a new life. I don't know where to start with the move because it was something that I think was a long time coming. Because dream ko na yun eh, ever since I was young to experience life abroad and to live independently and free of yeah. I don't know expectations from yeah. whether it be my family or my peers. On the one side, it was very exciting. Chempre a Sagittarius, very <laughs> excited to try new things and um, yeah. and explore a new city. But on on the other side, it was scary having to put myself out there and introduce myself mm-hmm. as no one. Grabe with man yung no, no one. Sobrang oi ng no one. And then, as in yung no one na parang wala kang social ties. Yeah. Gets more. Yeah. Like, you walk into anywhere here and you're bound to know at least one person. But yeah. there, you're like starting from scratch. I'm not gonna run into anyone I know yeah. on a normal night out or a dinner or whatever. It's a much bigger city. So, I've gained more confidence. Nice. Because I had to. Yeah. Guess more. We love to see if it. If I don't go out of my way to introduce myself to someone, Wale. it's not gonna happen. So yeah. there have been times that I'm like in the side, like, oh my god, I really want to meet that person, but I don't know what to do because I'm shy. Because usually, like, if I were in Manila, the manager would make You're it introduced. happen. Or, yeah. Or, like, it's a friend of a someone friend. Would hook you Instead up. of kind of cowering behind that I kind of embraced it because yeah. nakaka-excite naman talaga yun. Yeah. Bad bitch shit. That takes balls honestly. <laughs> it takes fucking balls because like uh, I see myself moving with someone my girlfriend but you did that alone di ba? Yeah. The good side is my cousins live there. They're younger okay. than me so we're roommates now so I, I still did have that kind of safety blanket. It's really just leaving behind my yeah. immediate family and yeah. my bargada and my pool of producers here and yeah and connections and all of that yeah still good it's still good like i know it was a long time coming but what made you finally decide na ito na you're ready and this is the moment there was just a point in like 2018 where i've realized like i had been going in a loop but mm-hmm. i was not amused by my own patterns and cycles <laughs> anymore yeah I, I had a wake-up call. Okay. The fact that I was stuck in my own comfort zone, yeah. you know, and I just felt like I needed something big to change that. I needed to pull myself out. Cause it, it, As it, a Sagittarius, it's a sm- talaga. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also, like, where we live, it's it's a fairly small city where somehow everyone knows everyone. Yeah. And I felt trapped by that. Yeah. How can I go and figure out who I am if I'm constantly surrounded by people who perceive me to be this other person? Yeah. Or are so used to me being one type of Kiana. Yeah. I felt it would help me grow and it has. So, yeah. I mean, it's I'm not saying it's yeah. easy, right? But at the same time, it's like the benefits from the growth spurt that moving out spirit yeah yeah that moving away gave me and it really did push me to figure out what is my voice without literally my whole family (laughs) yeah like without my whole family here right beside me what is it that i want to do for myself 
Congrats, yeah. though. Thank I mean, you. I mean, you did that. Thank you. You've literally gone so far. Have you uh, realized your voice and all that Kinemer? I think, in a way, yes. Living there has kind of given me the freedom to experiment more with what I want to do with my career. No walang chismes. Um, <laughs> oh, no walang chismes. Or walang expectations rin, mm-hmm. or pressures and yeah i think i've i've grown to be more confident more self aware definitely she's grown <laughs> she's grown. like literally grown. grown how old are you <laughs> let's not go there Char- <laughs> <laughs> grab it no, um, I just turned 29. Okay, okay, see. I thought you were my no, age. Girl. Yeah, I thought you were like 24, 25, ganon. I know, but see, that's the thing also about being here. It's like we're all somehow in the same circle. Yeah. Very, like, I thought you were my age for a very long time. Yeah. And then I think there was that one, yeah, like I couldn't there was get that a one gauge. time that, that we, I think we went out of town or something, or you were out of town, and also Vanny told me, oh, no, she's not. She's still, oh. she's still studying. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. lang lumabas. I know. Congrats also on Days and your billboard. Thank you. Thank you. Oh what was gosh. that like? I can only imagine oh like God. seeing yourself there. Honestly, it was surreal mm-hmm. from the age of 15. That was my dream to live in New York, Ooh. to experience New York, study there and all that. But you know, it's it's not easy to just yeah. study abroad and be on Broadway like all these dreams that I had as a kid yeah. I never which you really, can still do I, I, yeah I'm not saying that I'm not gonna do that maybe yeah. one day you know but I never really imagined myself to be up on Times Square ever in my life Yeah. and so when I was there I got so emotional because it didn't feel real by the time <laughs> I got there it was like 12 midnight I had had like some drinks in my system yeah i got out of the uber in the middle of Times square made a few friends on Times square like randomly because oh my god you know how there are people who take like tourist photos and stuff like that so yeah i ended up chatting with those photographers and i was like yo my my billboard's about to go <laughs> yeah. up like watch out for it whatever and then boom it just showed up i had known it was gonna happen for a couple months yeah but parang, di, yeah, di ako so even up until the day of i kept asking my manager like are you sure this is really ha-? like are you sure like what if we go and it doesn't show up yeah and she's like no, did you tell here. people beforehand or were you waiting like to see it muna i wanted to see it so the only people that knew just a handful of friends mm-hmm. like maybe my parents my brothers a couple friends and then the producer who who Hope helped me with yeah. taste so they were the only ones just because i didn't want to jinx it i didn't want to jinx it i couldn't believe it was happening and kind of wanted to keep it just myself yeah like like a little precious secret yeah no it is huge though like it was such a it was it was the one time that Times square was kind of empty because it was late in the night now and there were just a couple Mm -hmm. people there and so they were like cheering me on and they were like that's you oh my god congrats so i was like what is this really happening it must have been so magical it really was it was so magical i got really emotional actually i teared up because i was just so caught up in the moment. I don't think I would just get yeah. teared up. Like, I would be wheezing. I would be feral. I like, I would be like... <laughs> yeah, I would be dead. But you've come such a long way. So many people messaged me na parang they were following you since your blogging era. Oh my gosh, yeah. Nakakaloka yun. God, and then I literally, era. like, when I saw those messages coming in, I did a quick Google 
and I loved it. I was living. <laughs> Girl, you want to know where that blog started? Yeah, I do. So my mom kind of cut me off after I graduated. Mm-hmm. She warned me, like, if you want to be going out with your friends, snip, we're not snip, giving snip, you back on. Yeah, like, you pay for the gas. <laughs> You want to go have dinner, you're paying for your food. You want to go out of town, like, yeah. basically, hindi na nila ako sa spoil. As I sat down, like, how am I going to make my own money right now? At that time, yeah. I finished fashion school, and I didn't really know if I wanted to start my own label yet. For I that, wasn't yeah. sure if I wanted to intern. It started out, like, just for fun and as a journal while I was in fashion school. Mm-hmm. When I finished, I was like, I let me just go on and, and see if this is something that I can Your hustle. make money off of. <laughs> and it worked your way through. Yeah, and, <laughs> and because of that, I was able to produce Does she know? Really? Like, that, that was the money that I used to pay the producer. Material girl. Full circle. She a boss like, bitch. It had to happen that way. But have you looked at those photos? Like, do you cringe? Or are you like, oh, so cute? No, I, I, I mean, some. it makes me laugh. I wouldn't say I cringe. There are certain outfits that I'm like, I why? Questionable. But at the same time, it was like, damn, I was really just sending it. Like, I was 19, 20. Yeah. 21, like just having the time of my life, yeah. doing whatever. Shortly after that, you did circles, the right? Yeah. Was it an epiphany? Like you're like, fuck the fashion shit. No, no, you no. Know? <laughs> Let's move on. Or like, what was it? I was in London after graduating. I took a summer course there. And while I was there, the son of my landlady was a singer too. Mm-hmm. And he was also like into songwriting. Mm-hmm. So we did a session together. And we wrote this, like, amazing song. I have no idea what happened to that song now. But I think it kind of just ignited something in me. Mm -hmm. I never wanted to pursue a career in show business. I saw what that world was like through my parents. Mm -hmm. But then, I don't know, with the writing of the song and having, again, Mm -hmm. being abroad and having that freedom (laughs) to figure it out. The common trope. I know, right? To figure it out for myself instead of someone shoving music down my throat like sing this yeah. do this do that like I had to figure which it out which is nice for that your parents didn't oh yeah yeah like they really just let you be they did I mean it's funny that I still found my way to it I think yeah. I think when I did they were probably like called it you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> but they let me they've figure been it new out. yes but when I came back yeah. I wanted to figure out like okay how do I do both how do I mm-hmm. produce music and also express myself through the fashion the way that I love to yeah and- no I find it cool that you like go through your dad's closet for clothes like oh, I'm yeah. so jealous like if that's one thing I'm like all Fuck, the time you're so lucky girl like Everything interesting that I own, like I've gotten so lazy since the pandemic started, like the shop, Mm -hmm. because anytime that I'm here in my parents' house, I just sift through. Thrift shopping. Both their clothes that, yeah, that they don't wear and it's sustainable and now everything. (laughs) She's eco-friendly. She's saving the motherfucking turtles. (laughs) (laughs) One vintage jacket at a time. But yeah. Every time that I get a compliment on anything that I'm wearing, it's it's vintage. 90%. It's my dad's my dad's outfit that I just so like I tailored myself or whatever. Yeah, no. Um do you ever feel like with the parents you have, obviously there's that privileged side to it. Oh yeah. But at the same time, do you ever feel there are challenges because of that privilege and having that background? The only challenge really for me was 
as a new artist when I started, yeah. I didn't really have a clean slate. Yeah. There was already that expectation. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least that's what I Felt. envy yeah. about a lot of artists. It's like, where did this person come from? They're so good, I right? Know and when I got on the when I got on the scene, it was like, oh, that's Gary Vee's kid. It Enough wasn't Mr. really Pure like your energy. Yes, exactly. So that I would say would be my challenge. It is a privilege because it opened a lot of mm-hmm. doors for me. Definitely. Yeah. A lot of doors that I wish a lot of people could also, also access. Yeah. yeah. But a privilege can also be a burden somehow. And, yeah. And I think double edged sword. That would be it. It would be that there was this pressure yeah. to be him. And yeah. that added to the reason why I wanted to leave. I just wanted to be my own person. Yeah. yeah. But like, was that the reason you got into fashion first and music took a backseat for a while? Or was it because of like the pressure in the back of your mind? Or no, um, no it could be. It could have been a subconscious decision. But my interest in fashion was really sparked by my ate, my older cousin, mm-hmm. who came to visit us one summer and she was in fashion school. And I saw the work that she was doing, like mm-hmm. the designs. Yeah. And it just really interested me. I think I must have been like 12 or 11. Mm-hmm. I started sewing like clothes for my Barbies. I started making myself little purses yeah. and tweaking the clothes that my mom would buy for me. Like cut it in certain <laughs> areas because yeah. it was too... You know, on crop top. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The reason why it took me so long to get into the music industry was because of of that pressure. Yeah. I I knew like, okay, if I'm going to get in the music industry, I have to be able to be myself and not be just... It's hard. eh? I I didn't want to be just marketed as Gary Vee's kid or the next big pop star or whatever. Because... At that time, I didn't really know what I wanted. Like, if I wanted to sing, yeah. would I want to do Broadway? Would I want to do pop? Yeah. Would I want to do R&B, rock, you know? So mm-hmm. it was that pressure that kept me from just diving Yeah, in. for a lot of people, it's like, ayun na nga, they have a clean slate, so they have the space to fuck up and fuck around. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, they exactly. can have a bad song and okay lang. Yeah, it's yeah, fine, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I have a bad song and it's like, sayang. You know, and it's like, oh my god, oh my god, babes. Oh my god, babes. (laughs) But yeah, like, it's like the end of the world for people here. I know, but you know, I've also learned that a lot of this is fueled by ego, and that's something that Mm -hmm. I'm trying to break, right? If you don't like Mm -hmm. my song, well, I didn't make it for you, I just kind of wanted to make it. You're not my target market. Yeah, bye. Pero kasi, diba? Like, it can block you creatively if you're fueled by ego and you're like, fuck, what are they gonna say? Yeah. I don't want to do this or possibly fuck up. Yeah. There was this Andy Warhol quote. I can't give you the exact quote, but Mm -hmm. he was saying that you just gotta keep producing and creating art and sharing it. And while people are judging it, Mm -hmm. just go make more and just keep sharing it. Like, it doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. as long as you keep exercising that creative muscle, I guess. That's that's the goal. That's true. And so I've I've been kind of keeping that close and and reminding myself of that. Because there are times where I overthink. Well, what are people going to say if I release this? It's so different from my last release. It doesn't connect. It's not cohesive. Might be a little (laughs) off-brand. These are all the things that 
artists have to Think about, worry about yeah. now. It's crazy. It's crazy. There's there's a lot going on. The music industry is shifting constantly. I was reading something about how like it's not about the music anymore. It's about the whole package, the look, yeah. the outfits, yeah. the branding, and all that. But it's also sad because I don't know. I've I've noticed. Let's take Billie Eilish as an example. Mm-hmm. She's sick like her music is yeah. really really good yeah with or without the brand her music's really good mm-hmm. but because of her brand a lot of people feel like they have the right to look down yeah. on her like she's a sellout yeah. or she's not an yeah. artist or whatever but yep that's not true because if you take that away and you listen to just the music just the lyrics yeah just the voice you know like it mm-hmm. it's beautiful stuff and all these things are it's getting hard to manage and navigate through it yeah i mean at least for me when i just focus on the art and what feels right for me it makes it a little more manageable yeah. so fuck the haters ganun lang oh. yun yung lesson of the day <laughs> can't hear you can't no. see you or i heard you but i don't care bye yeah <laughs> but also but ano constructive criticism is always good from people yes. that you look up to so that's yeah. the only thing that i care about yeah really. It's interesting, like, the past few months, I saw Does She Know blow up on TikTok, like, years after it came out. It was actually a challenge. Like, it was everywhere on my free page. I know. And so many people were trying to figure out what it meant. Yes. And so at can one you please... Point, no, but here's the thing. At please? one point, I wanted to share the, the meaning. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm having so much fun seeing everyone's interpretations. I don't want to ruin that. Okay. Fair. You know, like, I know some people who connect with it on different, a certain yeah. level. And then there are another, there's another group that interpret it a different way. And I just don't want to ruin that by giving yeah. the inspiration or yeah. the meaning. So does she know, though? Like, know <laughs> she? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who she is at this point. Like, there are too many she's. Fair. <laughs> I saw some people, like, dissecting the song on TikTok. And they were like, that's so toxic. Like, yeah. to be that girl, blah, 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 blah. Like, the song it was toxic. really interesting. The song is super toxic. Both, like, oh, I don't want to go into it, but fine, let's go into it a little bit. It's, 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 it's a triangle, right? So it's, it's a song about mm-hmm. a triangle. And every person in that triangle is toxic. That's basically Facts. it. Yeah. Okay. Can't really, like, okay. dig deeper, well, but yeah. I'm not one to talk, because I've been toxic. <laughs> I think everyone has been toxic at one point in their lives. I don't know anyone who can deny that fact yeah. at all. Like, not a single person. Whether toxic to themselves or, like, toxic to yeah. someone else. Yeah. We've all been there. If you haven't had a toxic relationship, you don't know what a healthy one is. Hey, that's... Like, honestly, though. Or, or, or you won't know how to appreciate... That's true, too. ...the healthy one. Like, you won't know. That's true, too. That, that makes sense. I've never thought of it that way. So, what I'm getting here but is yeah. that if I was toxic to anyone before... You should thank me, bitch. <laughs> thank me because I was part of your growth. Um, but I did want to ask, like, you have a song that you love the most and then a song that you wish oh, man. you didn't release. There's a lot. Right now, my favorite song is How Do I? That's mm-hmm. off of Dazed. Mm-hmm. Just because when I wrote it, it flowed so naturally. And yeah. when we were in the studio, it flowed so naturally. So every time that... I perform that song. Mm-hmm. It gives me a light feeling. You catch a vibe. Yeah, I catch a vibe. And it's it was an honest song for me the time that I wrote it. So mm-hmm. that would be my favorite right now. Yeah. A song that I wish I didn't release is 
the song Selfish off my mm-hmm. album See Me mm-hmm. only because there's a lot of things that I wish I tweaked about that song. The musicality, mm-hmm. my cadence when I was singing. I kind of rushed through that song mm-hmm. and treated it like an album filler. Oh, and I think, okay. Yeah, I, I like it's that one song when I hear it, I'm like, I did not give that one 100%. And I know. I like never like. <laughs> performing it needs to go it needs to go (laughs) um but i did want to ask obviously you've experienced like the music industry abroad and then music industry here Mm -hmm. i've heard so many artists even like jess conley she was saying how they don't allow her to sing her own songs (laughs) always has to be a cover so i wanted to know how you Mm -hmm. feel about those things because there are certain rules that's a frustration i think for a lot of artists based here Mm -hmm. it takes a lot for a songwriter to put their work out there. Yeah. You know, when you write something, it's tough already. Mm-hmm. And then you release it for the world to judge. And then you book a show and a the person that booked your show doesn't want you to perform <laughs> it. So it's hard. It's like, it stings a little. However, I understand how the industry here works. Yeah. So when you're singing in a mall or you're singing for a big party or you're singing at a corporate show, mm-hmm. those people more often than not they don't listen to your music. Mm-hmm. They go to that party to listen to what's playing on the radio. Yeah. And or usually on what's playing on the radio <laughs> is Dua Lipa or yeah. Ariana Grande. So that's what most of these clients would rather hear. Because yung they want, alam na, yung gets you know, na ng mga crowd, Yeah, yung gets na. They want their crowd to just have a good time and not really think. Whereas mm-hmm. with new artists, it's hard because we need our space to introduce you to our music. And so yeah. when we book our shows, we want to be able to do that. But usually, you know, we're greeted with like a wall. A wall. Um, and it is hard. It's tough. Yeah. yeah, it's a wall. It's like I've performed in shows before where I've given 110%. Yeah. And there's like one person clapping. <laughs> and and that's just, I mean, that's just how life is. You know, yeah. you win some, you lose some. But I haven't experienced that. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I, I just, I actually just realized this now as I was saying it. I haven't experienced that abroad. Mm-hmm. So I really, I, I, yeah. I've performed like yeah, shows saw... much smaller, much, much smaller there. Mm-hmm. But the engagement, I would say, yeah. I think I enjoy it because no one knows me. Ah. So they don't know what they're going to get. And I, I'm able to really just be myself. Mm-hmm. I enjoy when people dance along yeah. and they like sing along and they like yeah. cheer. And when they try to sing along to like the second round of the chorus mm-hmm. after it's Hearing like their it. first time to hear yeah. the song yeah like it's so fun the energy um, yeah it's a different energy for sure but i have to say it doesn't compare to like my gigs in poblacion where yeah. you know like the energy that's of being too. in poblacion like same like eye level with everyone yes. that's around you Oh, I and it's a lot of people so that much. love you they know you and they know your songs yeah. already and they come out to, to see hear you. my songs yeah. you know it's not like they stumbled yeah. upon me by chance I did want to ask so you started fresh abroad <laughs> and you have a new boyfriend <laughs> a new manski yeah. you guys are so cute thank you how long have you guys been dating and like how do we you dated we started dating three years ago mm-hmm. and we actually met through Ria Ataide, okay. who was his cousin. Oh. Yeah, but we met in like 2013, I think, or 2014. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to say, he, he found me so cute. Yes! <laughs> Ang ganda! No, but I always... 
Nay, I always tease him because he said he had a crush on me. Mm-hmm. But all those years passed and nothing because he lived abroad mm-hmm. and I lived here. He was in his previous relationship. I was in my own relationship. Yeah. There was really nothing. Yeah. And then there just came a point where we met and we were both single at the same time. And it started off as friends. Mm-hmm. And then it just grew into more. Yeah. Into more. More. Yeah. Into more. <laughs> to love <laughs> it's cute though because like i noticed how it's like not secretive it's like you guys are more low-key yeah like your relationship's low-key but it's like you know you're together it's like that's yeah the vibe. yeah he's not a big social media fan and mm-hmm. when i'm around him i'm not a big social media yeah. fan like it's just extra <laughs> stress we don't really prioritize like publicizing yeah or declaring our love love publicly yeah yeah we're good like on our own we have so many photos and videos and stuff that we just keep and i think that makes it special too that we just have it yeah wait so how did he hit you up when you were there na ganon actually no he came to visit here once and he asked if i was free because it was his grandmother's birthday and he was wondering i know he was wondering if i wanted to come and sing and i was like no but hey i have a show like next week if you want to come mm-hmm. and then he came oh. when he showed he showed up like five minutes after i got off stage and it was so funny because oh. he was like sweating too and he was like hi i was like whoa you actually came like i didn't expect yeah. it because i invited so many people to that show and mm-hmm. and it was just like uh well i i feel bad that i can't go to your party so why yeah. don't you just come to my gig you know yeah and then that's just how it started we started hanging out and then kumagatka eventually eventually <laughs> Avenge. Avenge. <laughs> He's just such a sweet guy and mm-hmm. he really pursued me. He would show up to shows with this one time with flowers and he would like write me notes and letters and stuff like that. Aww. So I never experienced anything like that in the past and I just thought, wow, what a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. And, and such a kind guy with like the biggest, biggest heart. So mm-hmm. he makes me hopper. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, though, it's hard dating here to begin with because not only are you a public figure and then everyone knows your dad, but also Manila's so small, so everyone knows. Literally yeah. everyone and their mom and their yeah. tita and their tita baby so knows true. who the fuck you're dating, That's what's so going true. on. So, like, oh if you go gosh. to Blackbird, you'll probably see half of Manila now. Yeah. So, if the question is, does she know, Manila is so small that, yes, she knows. Char. <laughs> like, you can't go on a proper date without anyone knowing. I think also that's what, I don't know, what I found charming, too, was he wasn't attached to that Manila scene. And so, there were a lot of things that I would overthink. Yeah. And there were a lot of moments that would just spend too much time on my mind. And he would be able to be like, wait, yeah. but does it actually matter? I'm like, oh. We love true. a mature man. We love a healthy man. Yeah, it's very nice. He keeps me grounded, that's for sure. Because and- I'm sure here it's like one wrong thing and then you're gonna end up on Tito Boy next week. <laughs> like, that's honestly... <laughs> like, any breakup, anything. It's just Tito Boy, but you know? Or if know, not, it's Dolfo. I mean, I've been there, girl. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. What is... What's the craziest rumor you've oh heard about God. yourself, though? Oh, the worst was that I was the side chick of james reed no no babes no but they would like people would make up that story and then post photos of me james and nadine and then nadine and i were like yeah and and that's and i would like be having like our moment of fun and then the next day 
a picture would come out and it would be like ah Kiana na naman or whatever whatever and that's it's also so why like bad. I, I know it's really toxic but that's why I shied away from social media for a bit too and from posting things mm-hmm. with my friends because it's like damn yeah. it's like damned if you do damned if you don't yeah that's when I really appreciated and gave more importance to just mm-hmm. privacy solitude yeah dude like ugh. So much stupid shit going on online. Yeah, no. But that was the craziest rumor. I was like, what? And they're mad. Like, that's the thing. They're like (laughs) rabid, angry, like vengeful, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy that you got that because I I can't imagine. Like, when I saw it also happened to Issa. Yeah. Like, both of you. Parang I was like taken aback. Yeah. I was aghast. That that that's that's the exact feeling, girl. I was reading everything like, wait, how? Where is this coming from? You know, I think <laughs> I, I, I'd have no answer still, but it is what it is. The bad bitch Bible bitches. They send in like relationship advice. So uh, the first question is. Is it okay to kiss the guy on the first date? Like, how do you feel about that? It's hard. I mean, I don't think that's a fair rule because you just never know. What if the date lasts a whole day? What if this person is like the only person that's ever understood you on a certain level? That's I true. Think that's just a, I think that's just a personal preference. I can't give concrete Would advice. you though? Would I? Would you? I don't think I would. Just because I'm I think I'm kasi like maharot that. ako, I would. <laughs> No judgment. I mean, again, like, it's a personal preference. For me, it's yeah. just because ganun lang talaga. Like, ever since, I'm just yeah. the slightly pakipot type. <laughs> yeah. Slightly pakipot, but secretly maharod. Wow! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Your new bio. <laughs> the note. next is... I'm two months into dating this guy, but I realized his best friend is cuter. And oh. I think we would be a better match. What do I do? Sis, don't do it. Don't you just do gotta it. accept that you're dating the less know. cute friend, girl. Yeah. No, it's, it's just terrible. Can you imagine? It's, a, it's an awkward situation. Best bet is you leave this guy and then maybe in a few years try with the friend. But like not... You, you don't just go and... Sign. Yeah. That's such an awkward situation. Because you're going to have to be like, with bye, the, the, sorry. the two of them all the time. At the same time. Yeah. That's don't why I have a it. rule. Like, whenever I date somebody, I check the tagged photos for their group pics to make sure, like, sino ba talaga dyan? Yung pinaka-pack. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to risk it. I'm not gonna go that's on the so first funny. date. Tapos, I didn't do my research. Oh my god, I need god, to know that's that I have the, like the cream oh. of the crop. You yeah, know? yeah, you know that's fair. <laughs> that's that's good research, girl. <laughs> Next is how to move on. How do you move on? How did you move on? How did I move on? I stopped checking my phone. First of all, I did mm-hmm. all that I possibly could. Right, okay. I had to make sure before I move on, I'm gonna give it my all. And if it doesn't work, then at least I know I gave it my all, right? So no regrets. Mm -hmm. And then I just made sure to surround myself with people who wanted to see me get better. Not just like the people that I could go crazy with. But literally people who would be like, no, you're not going out. Stay home. We're watching a movie because this isn't helping you. Those are the the friends. Yeah, healthy environment, healthy friends. And fill 
your to-do list with all the things mm-hmm. that you promised yourself you, you would do. do and you never did yeah. because you were in a relationship. Yes. Like, go on that trip on your own. Go mm-hmm. eat at the restaurant that he didn't want to eat at. Yes. Or, you know, like, simple things like that, they make a difference. They're, like, super empowering. Mm-hmm. And then it helps you realize, like, okay, yeah. I have a life outside of that relationship. That's true. And I can pursue my own life. I do want to ask, though, because with your ex, I'd see both of you at the same place after you guys broke up. Like, you guys would go to similar places. Yeah. And personally, hindi ko yun kaya. Like, I am not mature enough for that. I would lose my shit out in public. <laughs> so, how do you move on in situations like that? Where you're bumping into someone and you hear this or that, Oof, you know? It's never easy. That's never easy. Yeah. I mean, I can't speak for anyone else but myself. But the way that I would handle those situations was I swallowed my pride. Mm-hmm. I stayed as civil as possible. There were times as a mature like, woman. Younger, I love it. Hey, girl. <laughs> but it. come on. When I was much younger, I did a lot of stupid stuff okay. that I like regret. It makes me feel me better because when I'm listening to this yeah. right now, I'm like, parang diaw ganon. When I like, Girl, I, I wasn't like this before. Okay. We didn't like early 20s Kiana. Okay, okay, fair, fair. <laughs> oh, God. What a mess. But you reach a point where you realize it's really not helping you move forward. Mm-hmm. It's keeping you stuck in the same situation. Mm-hmm. You just gotta swallow your pride, keep going. And accept it's over. Mm-hmm. Cry when you get home. Weeping. <laughs> or, you know what? Take yourself out of the situation. That's true You're too. not comfortable. It's uncool. Like, there's no sin yeah. in just leaving the party yeah. and going to the next spot. Yeah. It's easier. We have the next one, which is, I recently found out my boyfriend and I have different political beliefs and he won't change his mind. I love him so much, but I don't know what to do. That's a tough one. Like, can you imagine if you're dating an anti-vaxxer? Like, oh I my would God. not. No, oh. or if you're dating a homophobic or... Yeah, oh, I would die. I would say there are levels to this, right? Like, would you rather date an anti-vaxxer or a homophobic person? <laughs> like, I don't know which is worse. Beyond the politics, discuss your values. Yeah. Like, what are the things in life that really direct your steps? Yeah. Is it yeah. religion-based? Mm-hmm. Is it more on the liberal side are y'all like into like the party scene or are you more quiet are you okay to compromise Mm -hmm. because politics is always hard there is that that line where certain people are able to agree to disagree that's true but when it It comes to like the safety and the well-being of other people Parang, that's not parang, that's not right maybe leave him like it depends it really I would just it leave. It really depends. Like I really told my <laughs> I told my girlfriend like if you're not Laban Lenny, I'll make Laban you. <laughs> I'm running for the hills, girl. Let's go, Annika. <laughs> um, our last question is: I've been with my boyfriend for seven years, but only got invited to one, just one family gathering. What do I do? Talk about it. <laughs> I, I always feel like you're dating the family dinner. Like, do you feel that way when you're dating someone? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because let's just say. This seven-year relationship turns into, like, a marriage. And you don't know what you're getting into. Yeah. That's tough, girl. Yeah. So I would say talk about it. I love that I'm giving, like, love advice right now. Like, I yeah. know what I'm doing. No, as a mature <laughs> no, but... girl, I love it. <laughs> 
you have to talk about it because there's gotta be a reason why. It might be babaw. Yeah. It might be that he's shy. Because I dated someone that was just like sh- shy about their house. You know? You know those feelings? They're yeah, like, oh, I don't I've, want you to come I've, over yeah, because it's messy I've or whatever. I've been in situations like that. There is a friend of mine who was dating a guy who just didn't value family time as much as she did. And yeah. so he couldn't understand why it was a big deal for her and yeah. she couldn't understand why it was a big deal, why it wasn't a big deal for him. It's just, it out. you just have to talk it out. Mm-hmm. If it's something that you can deal with, it's good, carry. Yeah. But if it's not, boy-bye. <laughs> How did you introduce your boyfriend to your family though? Honestly, I just invited him over. Really? We, we, yeah, we were at a point where at that time, I was neighbors with my older brother. Mm-hmm. Sandro came over as a friend and I was like oh come come I'll introduce you to my brother Mm -hmm. so it was one of those things that where it came to the point that we actually liked each other my brother and my sister-in-law were like just tell him to come it's not even a big deal if he wants to come he'll come if he doesn't want to come he won't come just that's true extend the invitation Yeah. yeah so I invited him and he came we came here to my parents' house. We just had lunch and we watched the movie and then we mm-hmm. went to our separate ways. Were they giving comments? Like, parang, oi, oi. Like, it was really like my, uh, it was really my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. Sam, because she saw the whole thing unfold from me messaging her like, there's this guy that I'm, I'm gonna hang out with. He's just the cousin of Rhea. To mm-hmm. like, oh, there's this guy that's coming and yes. he's kind of cute. She just watched it like bloom. Mm-hmm. So she was the one who would always make like side comments and be like, check more, check more. Or like, <laughs> oh, I look at him playing with Leia or, you know, like yeah. things like that. Anyway, thank you for being here. Oh my God, this was fun. Yeah, yeah no, I me. really had so much fun. But before that, I do want to ask, what are you up to oh, right now? What do you have next? Yeah, so I have a single coming out in February. It's called Heartbeat on mm-hmm. Me. And it's like the happiest song I've ever written. <laughs> I'm not even used to it. Like, I didn't want to release on me. it. From, from a minute, I was like, Parang, I shouldn't release it because it's too happy. It's so like joyful. Joy. But at the same time, it's a fun, fun song. So I'm excited to release that. We're gonna be shooting the music mm-hmm. video soon. Yeah, I've I have a lot of music. I'm excited all of a sudden. I have a lot of music. That's really coming exciting. Out, yeah, this year that I'm very mm-hmm. proud of. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to share that with mm-hmm. y'all. Do you write everything? Like, do you ask help for like the beat and the bayon? Like, what, um, what is it, it depends. The beat, so the beat, my, the beat. <laughs> my process. I think changes depending on the song. My process on my yes. own is I write all the lyrics and I record the melody because I don't play instruments. So I'll record mm-hmm. the melody on my phone, write all the lyrics, and then kind of build the track and use my voice as like different instruments. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of like playing the piano, I'll be like, and then like add harmonies and all that. Mm-hmm. Bring it to a producer if anything and, and build from mm-hmm. there. But there are times yes. when I step into the studio with absolutely nothing in mind and we call it cooking. It's like we just keep adding ingredients mm-hmm. and then we see where it goes and end of the night yeah. we have like a, a dish ready to serve. Mm-hmm. So yeah.